People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. I'm your relationship coach and the host of the show every single week. And you know what it's all about. This is our intimate conversation with each other about life, love, and lust. And it's one of my favorite topics because this is what universe is built on. And today's show is also built on something the universe kind of goes around and round on, and that is the laws of attraction. It happens to be the number one law of this universe. And we're going to be talking about catch and the bait we use to catch the perfect mate or to keep on going with the mate we have and make sure that it's a perfect relationship. But what is perfect? Well, that's very individualistic. So we're going to examine all that with my guest a little bit later. In the meantime, I want to remind you to stay tuned to the end of this show because there is a special gift. It's a promo contest offered by the sponsor of the the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And um, you don't want to miss your opportunity to get in on the action. Also, don't forget, at the end of the show, I always share with you my intimate pillow talk. And that's a couple minutes where I just share some of my thoughts and my words that I hope provoke thought and change and possibly manifestation for you for the coming week. So you don't want to miss that as well as I'm going to share some of your thoughts that you've shared with me on Facebook. So don't forget, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, because I'm always asking you to share things with me. And I'm also always sharing things with you. And a lot of this is about the techniques that we use to manifest what we want and change and grow and connect. So let's get right to it. We always start off the show with one of your questions. So this one, actually, it really touched me because I know that it's something that I didn't wrestle with when I was in my relationship and don't really have a a problem with, but I know that people that I have been out with on the town or my ex-husband, sometimes there is an uncomfortable moment or an uncomfortable feeling throughout an entire night when you go to an event and you're not really sure who to talk to or what you're supposed to do, and especially when it's coming from your spouse or your partner. So let me share this with you. They wrote, Dear Cheryl, my husband of 36 years is always inviting me to dinner parties and business trips. I love my husband and love to support him. The problem is I don't always know people that are going to be with us, whether it's at a table or whether it's in a hotel setting. The fact is I just find it uncomfortable. What do I say? What do they say to me? We don't have anything in common. Do I have to keep going to these events? I really don't enjoy them. Or how can I change my perspective on this? Signed, not really shy. So here's the thing that I want to share with you is going to an event like anything in life, think of it almost like a a business interview. If you become uh, or come prepared 
for what you're going to. You're going to enjoy it differently. So here's some of the ways that you can get prepared because here's the, the important part is he keeps inviting you because he wants you to be with him. You are sharing life together. You are witnessing each other and you're also supporting each other. And, you know, maybe there's a certain part of him that's uncomfortable being at these tables and maybe he tells you about it. Maybe he doesn't. But the fact is he wants you there. And it could be fun. You might be going to different places and you might be going to different restaurants. You don't know. So make yourself prepared. First, find out from your husband who you're going to be sitting with. And if it's, you know, other business people and they're bringing their spouses, find out if you can a little bit about their spouses. Also, have a set list of questions that you can ask somebody and it and try and get into detail so for instance if you are in your hometown and they're coming to you ask them what you they have seen and share some of the things that you love about your own town asking questions and putting the onus on the other person first of all makes them feel actually very welcome and also it relieves you of feeling that uncomfortable if you're traveling Get to know the territory. Get to know where you're going and what you're going to be seeing. And even bring a list of questions as to where you should be going and ask the person what their favorite things are to do in their own hometown. These are all the ways that you can start conversation. Asking them about, you know, the funniest thing that happened to them this week or having a story that you can share with them about something that happened in preparation for the evening. The whole point here is preparation, preparation, preparation. And if you are prepared, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable. My grandmother used to always say, walk into every room like you own the place and you'll always feel like home. So there's my little words of wisdom for you for this week. And I think if you get prepared, you're going to be very comfortable in this situation. My quote for the week is, words have meaning, so choose them wisely. And at times, you have to just get to the point and say, fuck it. It's a great word. So sometimes just get to the word. And there you have it. You can hear him already in the background because you guys know what's about to happen here. We are about to share wise whispers from down under with our snickering (laughs) Dr. Phil in the background. Welcome again to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Philip, I hear you there. Uh, Hi, listeners. Hi. So, so do you, have you ever been in the position where you're going out with your wife and you know you're walking into a situation you know nothing about and felt a little uncomfortable? And how did you deal with a situation like that? Uh, um, yes, it's ha- happened numerous times. It's normally my wife with me. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you're usually a loss for words. It Pardon? has been my wife. So what I tend to do is, I, I'm a bit like you, I... I actually get quite nervous and I'm in major social situations. I actually become quite shy until I find the connection. So my technique is actually going in and and being upfront more than I ever am. And I put my hand out and I say, hi, I'm Philip or I'm Philip Morphew or, um, you know, what's your name? If they've got a name badge, you can use that. Um, And then just start inquiring because I always figure that most of you meet are interested in about themselves. So if you're inquiring about them, about them, I say, my God, that's a beautiful dress or, wow, that's a great suit or I love that tie, you know, and, and start with simple things, um, you know, versus, oh, where did you go to school? What did you, <laughs> you know, what do you do? I always start with something that's quite 
relatively personal. And they go, oh, wow, thank you. And I said, where'd you get that? And I said, that looked amazing on you. Like, give a compliment. And what you're doing is really fishing. What you're doing is fishing for connection. And if you can get connection in some level, you can take the conversation in whatever direction you may need to take it. Um, One of the things that I used to advise people, especially when it came to the dating world, um, but it, it revolves through every aspect of our life, if you do also, as you were saying, reach out your hand, that physical connection right away brings a synergy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you if you just rest your hand on the lower part of their arm, just for a second, not too long. Um, same thing with holding when when you shake somebody's hand, not too long. If you hold too long, in many cultures, that is a sign of of you know trying to come on to them. It, it, it's a sign of disrespect to hold the, the handshake too long. But just having a moment or a, a couple seconds of touch right away changes the dynamic between two people. Yeah, and it, and it opens it opens things up. It, it just means that people are human, you know, and it's it's um, and everyone's going to be feeling in some shape or form uncomfortable. I know my wife feels uncomfortable. You know, we have to go to things, and you know, being a speaker in the corporate world, or if I'm working with my CEO clients, um, then you know, there's there's you know, Maria may feel uncomfortable. So what I try to do is make sure that my partner doesn't feel alone. And my partner, you know, and I, you know, because it can be so easy to get into your passion and then you forget them. So it's making sure that they're included, they're involved, um, um, introducing them if they're moving into a room. So hi, this is this is my wife Maria, etc. Or my, you know, for you, your partner, etc. And when you do that, you know, the worst thing is the car ride home if you have excluded them. Right. <laughs> I, 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 have to, I have to be honest. I mean, we all know, and, we, and, and for you listeners, I'm sure you can figure out, I'm the extrovert. <laughs> but it used to be sometimes very challenging, and I can speak from my experience because I used to be in the event world, and I'd be, um, you know, either creating the event, but most of the time it was creating the event and also hired to host the event where I would have to spend my time socializing. Mm-hmm. And often I'd be in the situation where I could not be as attentive as I would normally be with my partner or my ex-husband um, in a social setting because that's my job. And yeah. believe me, those car rides home, well, actually there weren't very many. It was usually like he'd leave before me <laughs> and I could tell whether I was going to, the shit was going to hit the fan when I got home or not. <laughs> we, recently, we recently had this at, at my Australian book launch for Soulful Reflections. Which was in New York City. Yeah, and I had one during the New York launch. Yeah. And we had Beverly Hills and Chicago launch, but the Australian one, and there was hundreds of people at this Australian one. And everyone, you know, my role was to, to meet people and greet people and say hello and people I knew and didn't know. And, and, and I went into my mode, which is greeting and happily greeting. And then I kept reminding myself, Maria is here. And Maria goes, what do I do? And I said, just be you, introduce yourself, etc. But I made sure that I kept looking over to find her. Um, I'd weave my way through the crowd and just, like you said, just gently touch her on the elbow or just give her a little kiss on the cheek and say, hey, honey, you're doing great. Right. This is great. It's so good that you're here with me. 
Uh, one thing I want to say, I got to chime in there because we have to remember body language, right? So for anybody out there listening, if you're thinking of using some of the touch, you want to touch certain parts of the body and not others. So above the elbow is considered a little bit more intimate than below the elbow or just above the wrist or on the back of the shoulder is also a really cool place. So we want to bear that in mind. I always hey, now you have free that. rolls. Yeah, no. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to end up with lots of... Yeah, lots of I mean, that's fun. a whole other show and everything and we can get to it. But but I think I think what you're basically saying is we have to be conscientious of ourselves, our partners, the people yes. around us. And in this case, you know, the, this this person who wrote in, um, I'm sure that, you know, the husband is trying to be attentive, but, it, you know, it does help. And I know because I've been in that situation where um, I, actually just recently, I have to tell you, I was in a situation like that with my kids and I said, don't worry, I'm fine. And I made my way. That's the way life is. Phil, as always, great talking to you. Love it, Cheryl. Everybody. Everybody remember Philip's book, Soulful Reflections, and he'll be with us again next week when we always have these conversations. I love our moments of conversation Uh, together, Philip. Don't forget, everybody, you can follow me on Facebook or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and also reach out, send your questions because maybe I can answer something for you that will also benefit others like I just did. That Ask Cheryl segment is really important to me. Coming up also, the labor of love technique, how you can start manifesting change this week in your life. I'm going to share that with you and much more here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We are here, Pillow Talk with Cheryl. This show, as always, about relationships, communication. It's about life, love, and lust. And today we're talking about the perfect catch. And it's not just for singles, by the way, the perfect catch. The perfect catch can even be within the relationship that you've been in for 20 years. Are you still using the right bait to attract the person you're in a relationship with. And it's really important. And because of that, I wanted to ask an expert in the field. Her name is Christine Baumgartner, and she is coming to us from California. And this woman knows, like me, it's not only about what she learned, 
through books and through education and through coaching, but also through our life lessons, which helped us get to where we are. We have very similar stories, and I want to welcome Christine to the show right now. Hey, Christine, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. I am so thrilled to be on your show. This is just right up on my alley to talk to somebody like you with our similar experiences. And to talk to our audience and who can benefit from these kind of conversations. Because the fact is, as I was saying, whether you're single or you've been in a long-term relationship, we want to constantly attract. I always talk about, you know, date your mate forever because otherwise it gets stale. So the perfect catch. Well, first of all, Let's ask this question to you. Does it really exist, the perfect catch? Well, what I'd say is it's the perfect catch for you. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the person for you. And you're going to be the perfect person for someone else. And the thing that people don't always realize is it does start with you. So who are you? Who are you in a relationship What do you bring to a relationship? How do you contribute to a relationship? How do you keep yourself as your best self? How do you bring your best self to a relationship? That's when your relationship becomes perfect for you. And even if things are not going smoothly, sometimes it's because you're needing to learn something new. And when you learn something new about yourself and about the other person and about your relationship, it gets more perfect. You know, I I wrote actually, because I always do these little whispers of wisdom or what I call the real intimate pillow talk at the end of every show. And I did one and it was calling choosing me before we. And that's what a lot of people, you know, if they've never been in a relationship or they've been in one and have just come out of a long term relationship, or even if you've been married and you've had your children and all of a sudden you're heading into retirement because people forget about that. You really have to know who you are in that present stage of your life, not age, but stage, yes. to know how to then really communicate and attract the other person. And you, you experienced that a lot. Um, you were even saying that for a while you were attracting the wrong kind of person because you were kind of in the wrong space for you. And you had to discover that, right? Tell us about it. Well, I became an expert, actually, at attracting the wrong kind of person. (laughs) Don't we all until we learn? (laughs) Oh, yes. So I was single for quite a while between my two marriages. I got divorced when I was 31. And my friends would say, well, what do you think of the person that you're dating over time? And I'd say, oh, you know, they're nice. I date nice men, but I would never marry any of them. And I wasn't really in the mood to marry at that point. I was running a, a large company. And I was perfectly content not being married. And then when I turned 50, I said, I think I want to get married again. So online dating was just coming around and I started participating in that. And then I had even more men to date. And my friends would say, so what do you think of the men you're dating now that you want to get married? And I said, well, you know, they're nice, but I haven't met any I'd want to marry. And after that went on for a while, I said, hmm, I think that's a problem. If I continue to meet men, I wouldn't marry now that I've said I want to marry. So it's interesting because if you were, if you were one of my clients, right away I would, I would always, because I'm always about words, right? Every word matters. And I know you're going to agree with me on this because when we talk and, and you're talking in reflection of where you were, you say, I think I want to get married. Here's the thing, people at home, don't think. If you want something, you have to know. I want to get married and I'm going to 
make it happen because that takes possession of who you are and what you want. Think is still out there. So you're going to attract people who think, well, maybe I want to get married. Mm-hmm. So we're looking for commitment-minded people if that's the case. Go on. Sorry. I, I, I just had to jump in there on that one. <laughs> well, you're as passionate about this subject as I am, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and it so, was that my concern was, I ultimately figured out, was I was worried that I would marry somebody like I had married the first time, and they were so not a match for me. And what I continued to attract, and when I really thought about it, I was meeting men that made a lot of money and didn't have any money to show for it. And lots of them were in debt. And I thought, well, that's just really odd because I make a really good living and I have money in the bank and a retirement. So why would I continue to attract and be attracted to men with this income problem? They didn't bother them, which was really fascinating. They would explain to me all the reasons that they didn't have any money. Some of them had gone on these wild trips and the way that they handled their investments. And so when I said, well, hmm, the consistent thing at all these tables is me and maybe it's me. And so that was when I initially figured out, well, I think I am a little worried about getting married because I would attract somebody like my ex-husband. And I went, oh, my ex-husband was like that. He made money and didn't have any money. Oh, my dad was like that. So when I looked at it, the significant men in my life had made quite a bit of money and never had money to show for it. So somewhere in the back of my head, I believed that all men were like this and that that was what I could handle. I deserved, maybe that's all I would ever have in my life. And I said, is that really the truth? No, I do deserve to have a man that makes money and has money. And I do deserve to have someone who's of the same caliber as I am. But it certainly didn't happen that easy. There was therapy and crying and journaling and more crying and more therapy. But I will tell you, the soon as I handled all of that, the very next man I dated made money and had money. So we're talking, I mean, what, what we're talking about is two very important things that we deal with, you know, in our lives and in coaching and whether it's therapy and you, or you want to do self-therapy, there's limiting beliefs and it's your patterns. So your limited beliefs make up the patterns that you live by. So very often it's great to go back and find out where that limited belief comes from. Like you did, you traced that all the way back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. I know that when, uh, you know, when I finally got divorced and, and then I was writing my first blog, 365 Days to Find Love, which was just really an exploration. I mean, I put it out there as something to you know, find out how to date and how the different ways of meeting people are that I wanted to share with the world. But really, it was about my self-exploration. And 365 days was about writing. And you said that word. And that's why so often on this show, by the way, um, I always share love techniques and or what I call the labor of love techniques. And often it includes writing, Because when we write things very different than coaching and very different than therapy, we say the words, but they don't always resonate. But when we write and when you journal, you see it day after day, the same words. And so I I love the fact that you talk about journaling. So how were you able to take that journaling and move it forward? So I thought, well, it can't be that easy. So let's look at the next thing that I'm attracting and being attracted to. And I wrote it down and I kept track of it. And so it helped me create the list of 
what I didn't want. Because oftentimes when I ask my clients what they do want, they're not always really sure, but they're really sure don't want. And so we sometimes start with that list of what you don't want, and then we turn it into what you do want. Because it gives you a foundation of, well, what hasn't worked? What hasn't worked in your life with, as far as relationships? And every time I did that exercise, when I wrote down what I did want and I got really clear about what I did want and who I was and what I was bringing to a relationship, the next man that showed up didn't have any of those traits I didn't like. And I was so fascinated by that. Interesting enough is that a lot of men uh, in the single world, because, you know, we're, I guess, focusing right at this particular junction on the single, but a lot of men feel that when they go on dates with women, that they're very much focused, and, and this is important, so listen up, everybody, they're very much focused on what they don't want rather than looking for the good in the person. And a lot of men will complain about the fact that when they sit down, it's as if the women are poking to try and discover what they don't want within the person. So I think that's a very important thing to know, but not bring to the table, literally to the table <laughs> on, on a date. Yeah. I found that what I was doing and that it's what my clients were doing, that they just, we just aren't aware of that. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So what do we put out there? And, and that's, when we talk about the perfect catch, we also have to think about, and this is what we're going to get to a lot in the next section of the show, is the perfect bait. Do you have the bait to attract and catch the perfect catch? And, and I don't know if everybody really takes the time to reflect and ask themselves, do I possess the right bait? Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's to our husbands or not, when do, you, do you think most people have that right bait? Hmm. Well, that's mm. a way to ask that question. Yes, I believe they have the potential. There you go. I love it. That's, that's what I was hoping you were going to say. <laughs> have it and just don't know, or they don't have it, they could certainly develop it. So that's what we're going to talk about coming up right here. And, and we're going to keep looking at it. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. There's always things out there. Labor of Love is coming out, a technique to help you get what you want in your relationship, whether it's a new relationship or really bring out the best of who you are, your internal bait, which is what I love Christine was saying uh, to you just a minute ago, is, is your own bait. What do you have and are you showing to yourself and the world and your partner the best parts of you? So I'm going to help you get there. I also have some words coming up later on about the Facebook questions that I put out there so you can hear your own words when it comes to this subject right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Sexy is back and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. 
Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Are you ready for Clint Whispering Healthy Talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Maffei Peraza Godoy and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. We are back. Pillow Talk with Cheryl. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and the host of this show. And every week, it's all about spreading the love. Don't forget, I also have a video with my four-step method, which is on YouTube. And it's called The Pact and how to make a pact with yourself. And you'll see it. It's from a, a show that I did, actually a talk that I did with one woman fearless uh, around a year ago. So that's there for you to see. And it gives you an idea of how to start making a pact with yourself to have the perfect relationship, the perfect catch, be your, your best bait. And it's all the processes that you can use over and over again. Today, we are talking about the perfect catch. Are you the perfect catch? Do you want the perfect catch? Do you want to revamp the catch you already have and make that relationship perfect? And again, what I love about what my guest said earlier on in the show, Christine Baumgartner, he, she was saying that the perfect catch is dependent on what you think perfection is for you. So let's get back to it, Christine. Welcome again to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And let's keep talking. And I just want to go back a little bit and share the fact that this all came about because of your own experience and you you were always attracting the, the wrong kind of man, the one you didn't want to marry. And then you developed a technique. You, you call it transform your dating life system, right? And started sharing it with your friends. So what happened the minute you you were successful in transforming yourself and then started sharing it with your friends? Well, I, my friends had always said, what did I think of the people I was dating? And I was consistently saying they were nice, but I'd never marry them. And then when I started going through this process where I was really looking at why I was attracting them and being attracted to them, I started attracting men that had traits that I would marry. And I... When they'd ask me then that question, I'd say, oh, yeah, I really would consider marrying these traits. And then ultimately, I met and married my now deceased husband, and he didn't have any of those traits that I'd been that had been a problem for me before. And so the technique and the process that I put myself through, my friends said, well, 
what did you do? So I showed them the same process and I didn't know if it would work for other people. I just used it for me because I wanted to find somebody I'd want to marry. And it started working for them and they started dating and now marrying people that were much more of a match for them, that were much more perfect for them. And And that's how you became a coach. Yeah. One of the things that I always share with people at my retreats, especially the ones for, you know, for single and for single women, I always say, don't focus on being on, on attracting Mr. Right. You have to become Mrs. Right. And then lo and behold, guarantee you, he's going to walk through the door. So in both cases, whether it's male or female, be Mr. or Mrs. to yourself. Be Mr. or Mrs. Right to yourself. And then you will attract it because, well, this is also part of the conversation today. Like attracts like. So do you believe like attracts like? I asked this question out there. Or do you think opposites attract? And what does that mean to you? Christine, why don't you tell us a little bit about like attracts like? And do you think most people live up to the standard that they set for others? The first question, yes. I really Like attracts like. Attracts like. And sometimes the likeness is still an opposite. So if like for, in my experience with my late husband, one of our first dates, he was asking me how my day was. And I said, oh, I owned a special event planning company, a huge one for 25 years. And I was complaining about this stupid spreadsheet that I was having to work on. And I hated doing spreadsheets. And so he said, so how often do you work through your bank account? And I said, once a month. And I think that's just terrific because all the people I've been dating hadn't been paying any attention. And he looked horrified. And I said, well, how often do you work through your bank account? He goes, every day. And I looked horrified because to me that sounded a little obsessive. And then I went, hmm, you know, here I am saying I want somebody who manages their money better. And hmm, if he watches money every day, we were, I thought, well, he'd watch ours and I wouldn't have to worry about it. And that was a really good thing. And on our Four months later, when we went on a cruise, he gave me two gifts I didn't ask for. And one was diamond stud earrings. And the other was his credit report. And he, <laughs> I love a man who's from the heart. <laughs> I never asked for that. And he said, well, I'm falling in love with you. And I saw that having a man that's financially stable is really important to you. And I wanted you to see that I am. So there's the way that I had said, this is somebody who manages money on a real consistent basis. I wasn't exactly sure how that looked, but I was really clear that that's what would speak to me. Then I, she showed up in spades. Right. So that's what you're saying. There's my personal example. And I help my clients perfect and get clear about, well, what is the thing that you want to be a match? And then what would be the thing that is not a strength for you that would be a really good strength to have in a partner and the things that yours has your strength that would be help your partner. And that's how so when you're saying about the opposites. The opposites attract. So smoothly. You have to still be really clear. You have to start out with who. And the other thing when you mentioned about men is they want to see our most authentic self. It is the sexiest thing to them. If we're feeling positive and passionate and we like who we are, we like our body, we like our mind, we like how we, who we are as a person, men are so attracted to that. And if they are a match for us, they will pursue us in spades. So that's why I tell women, the most important question is not, does he like me? 
It's do I like me and do I like him? We aren't going to worry about if he likes us. If we're more concerned about being our best self and seeing if he's a match for us, that the rest of it will take care of itself. And as well in relationships, if you stay your best self, asking for help, taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, your mate will stay very attracted to you. In other words, step up to the plate. You have to step up to the plate. It's just, this is where I want to take a second to do the labor of love because every week, you know, I'm, we love bringing you guests like Christine and we love sharing all this information and it's about communication and it's about, you know, giving you as much information as you can to take it forward. But sometimes you need a technique. So I want to give you your labor of love technique for the week. So this is all about attracting like attracts like so I want you to take out a piece of paper this is going to be your work for the week and on this piece of paper you are going to make a list and what this list is going to comprise of is everything that you want in a partner and I'm talking about everything it could be whether you know they're loyal it can be about whether what their virtues are it can be about what their hobbies are it could be about the way they compartmentalize it can be a way about how they communicate I want you to go into really deep detail about what it is that you think your perfect partner your perfect catch would be and I mean really go into detail Instead of putting a period at the end of everything that you write down, every phrase you write down, put a little box. So your period becomes a little box. And I just want you to keep that list going. And then when you're finished, the next day, I want you to go back to that list. And I want you to read all these virtues that this person has and all the, the, the different characteristics this person has. And I want you to put a checklist or a check in that little box that you created, if, and you have to be real brutally honest with yourself, okay, listeners, like this is not like, oh, maybe, you know, no, this is who I am. Yes, this is what I agree with. This is my standards. These are my values. This is the hobbies that I like. I take care of myself. I care about the way I look. I care about the way I talk. I am very compassionate to the people around me. You have to be brutally honest as you Look at this list and decide if you hold yourself accountable to the same things that you want in your partner. Mm-hmm. Then you go back to it and you look at it again and you check out and see what it is that you might have to work on to become the perfect person that you are searching for in someone else. So there's your labor of love technique for the week. And I promise you it works mm-hmm. it does christine is already shaking her head yes <laughs> and i think that's probably similar to the things that you worked on in your journal right it's the things i teach every day to my clients yes mm-hmm. and, and it, what i think is ahead. really important as you said is to be really specific to not just list i want somebody with a sense of humor write out what sense of humor means to you that's right somebody that's honest or loyal I want you to make an entire sentence or even better, a paragraph. What does that mean to you? Because we're going to get 
somebody in front of us and we're not going to be able to ask them questions to clarify if they have those traits, if we haven't really defined them clearly for us. 100%. And we, we do have to know that, again, like attracts like. So we're going to be authentic and honest with ourselves because, as you were saying earlier, Christine, if we're not authentic and honest, which is what a partner wants then they're not going to be attracted to us. And if you are attracted to, or if they are attracted to you, they're not falling in love with the person who you are. And by the way, that's when it's going to come up to bite you in the butt in five years from now when you're in that relationship or you're in that marriage because who are they married to? The person that you were pretending to be or the person that you are? And I think it's also a very important exercise, by the way, that couples can do right now and do it together and then as the other person i've used this a lot with my couples is i will have them do this exact exercise and then i have them exchange it and then they actually respond to what they see in their partner and and there's an open communication about well actually i don't think you're very patient i see that often you're very impatient with me or you, you're intolerant with me or you're not taking care of yourself the way you once were taking care of yourself. These are the important things to have as an exchange with each other. And um, I'm, I think that all couples have to share this with each other, right? And to set up that conversation to make it safe for both people to share their honest feelings about themselves and the other person and to accept that they both want the best for each other. And that's what it's all about, wanting the best for each other, because we witnessed each other's lives in this whole thing. I'm going to be... I'm going to be continuing this conversation with Christine coming up on Pillow Talk with Cheryl and sharing your words as well. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Mafei Peraza Godoy and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. 
Hi, everybody. Cheryl on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And today we are talking about, well, it's about bait, catch, release. Sometimes even we do have to release when we go fishing. We can't always keep what we catch. And talking about that with me is a dating and relationship expert all the way from California, Christine Baumgartner. Christine, let's continue on with this. Well, we've talked about the bait and that we need to be the right bait within ourselves, right? And oh, yes. <laughs> first and foremost. And then how to catch, right? And, and, and that's about building a relationship. But it's also really important sometimes to know when to release, Mm-hmm. release out of a relationship. You know, we've cast the line, um, whether it's in a long-term relationship or in the dating world. We cast, we catch, we think we want to eat what we caught and keep what we caught, and then we realize, mm, it's not working. The release is difficult, right? Oh, yes. Nobody wants to hurt somebody's feelings. Nobody wants to make somebody mad. Sometimes we're second-guessing ourselves. Yes, the release can be very difficult. And there's a wonderful saying about people come into our lives sometimes for a reason, sometimes for a season, and sometimes for a lifetime. And if you stay open to that, well, what did I learn? So even during all that time when I was dating people that weren't a match for me, it really led me to learning, oh, this is what I really need and want. This is why I'm attracting the people that weren't a match for me. And this is what I really need and want to attract somebody who's the match for me. And to shift my thinking to, yes, I really was ready to get married. And I met somebody who was also very ready to get married. And so staying open, not the other part I was going to interrupt myself is to keep your emotions in check in the beginning. I Mm. people who have, met somebody and they're gone from zero to 35 in one date. (laughs) (laughs) Their 50th wedding anniversary. And it's very important to stay at a low number, a low emotional number while you're getting to know somebody and seeing how you feel about them. It can make the letting go part a little bit less painful because you didn't get your heart engaged until it was really ready and it was safe and you knew enough about them and you felt comfortable enough with them, both for men and women Mm -hmm. are just as tender with their hearts. They really are. Well, we do get caught up sometimes, you know, this show uh, is called intimate conversations about life, love and lust. And we do sometimes get caught up in the lust. And, and the fact is, so it's love, real deep love that's going to carry us through. And I, I can speak, as can you, and, and we've been talking about this throughout the whole show. By the way, if you've missed any part of this, do rewind because there's really great stuff at the beginning of this hour. Um, I know because I've experienced it. I, I'm the one who chose to leave my 20-something-year marriage. And then there were many you know, people that I was dating that I thought potential. But then you realize you're learning as you go along. And you realize sometimes when to cut. And, and sometimes it's heart-wrenching. I can tell you it took five years for us to become divorced and to make that final decision. And then the first relationship, that wasn't so right. It took me a little bit longer. You know, it not, didn't take five years, but it took me longer to break off that one than it did the subsequent ones because I was very focused and I learned through 
learning about coaching and through my own experience, what works and what doesn't, because I knew what worked for me. And that's what you were talking about earlier, right? And that did not pay, give too much credence to the chemistry part in the beginning, especially for women, because then we don't look for the, are they a match for us? Are there potential red flags? What other things do I need to learn about them? And what I was thinking too, when you were putting those boxes with checks is that I always have women check off. Okay, he has this and he has this and he has this. And what are the highest priorities of things that they have to have? Because if we get all chemical in our brains, we stop paying attention to the things that are a potential problem that we need to find out more information about. One of the things that I always tell people when I'm working with them, whether it's at a workshop or one of my retreats or just on a one-on-one session, is that make your list. You know, people have these long lists and then people often come into my office with these long lists of what they want. And then I tell them between now and your date, whenever that's going to come, you're going to bring it down to three because Mm -hmm. I don't want you walking in saying, could he be my potential? I want you walking in just knowing that he has those three things because you've already decided that through your calls and and through, you know, doing some FaceTime with each other because FaceTime each other, people get to know and make sure that the person you're going to meet is actually the person you're going to meet. Let's use technology to our advantage since we tend to use it to our disadvantage, right, so often. And and then, you know, focus on the three things and, and really learn more about that on that first date don't go to the big list uh, right now. Focus on the small, and that's going to also make you more appealing. Because mm-hmm. it'll still give you a chance to have an ongoing conversation. You're not just there to check out your list. Right. Also, I tell people, it's get acquainted. That's really what the first time is. Get to know more about them, like an archaeological dig. And the point that... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Go digging. The, pers- the, first, the point of the first meeting is to see if you want to spend a second meeting with them. And that's, that's why I always say 45 minutes for that first one, right? How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? 45 minutes? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. It's, it's a little sneak preview. Well, Just yeah, so- you, you'd like people to leave them wanting more, that you would want more. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good, but that you did really confirm in person that they had those top three things And maybe you had a fourth thing that came up that you went, oh, good. I do like that, too. Okay, I want to get to know them. Every week I I ask people, sorry, I was going to say every week I ask people what they feel about different topics and about, in this case, it was about attraction and, and what's really important. So I like to share things that you send in, whether it's through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, because there's so many ways to contact me and, and either ask questions, like I read at the beginning of every show, I answer your questions or your comments. So Michael wrote in, um, Attraction is the ability to naturally attracting to another person without even trying, a way of exuding an attraction to others who have je ne sais quoi moments around you. This all happens without being overdone. Your looks, your way of moving, your expressions, your scent, they're all important to that attraction. And it goes back to even that list that we were talking about creating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, very important to look at all the attributes of people. Something I tell people is that my husband was not my physical type when I first met him, not at all. He couldn't have been more different. And boy, did he become my physical type because he had all the inside stuff 
Laws of Attraction, the most important law in the universe. Christine, thank you so much for joining us. How do people get in touch with you and get more words of wisdom from you? Well, thank you, Cheryl. So there's a couple of different ways. My website is www.theperfectcatch.com. And at the top, there's a what's holding you back from love questionnaire. And you can sign up to have a complimentary conversation with me. I say it's like a first date. We'll see if we like each other and that there's a way that I can we can help each other. I can help you do better in your dating life or in your relationship. I'll well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing everything with us. And I uh, hope you have a great week out there in California. Why we freeze here in Canada. Thank you so much, Christine. And now, and now it's time to turn inward. This is when we go into, well, you know, every week I write these words for you and it's hoping to inspire or provoke change or thought process, something that will just make you come down a little bit and process who you are, what you want and what you want to achieve over the next week. And this week I called these intimate words, this pearls of wisdom that come from above in this moment of pillow talk, our intimate pillow talk. And I want to share this words with you. And it's called Field of Dreams. I lay on the plush carpet of soft green grass in the meadows of my being, the sun beating down on my quiet body, the warmth of its rays like an invisible blanket. Nurturing me with all its natural resource, and I soak up its energy. I feel revitalized. Oh, how can I rest here forever? The blades of grass tickling my playfulness. I feel the stress of the outside world melting away and the negative energy dripping down, seeping into the soil that breathes life into the blades of grass that are the cushion of my slumber. A bed of comfort that tells me I am safe, connected to the earth in all its splendor. The meadow is so vast I cannot decipher the imaginary boundaries of space nor deny its beauty. Much like the endless possibilities of my own purpose, I take a deep breath and I let it out. Every day I can go to the same place and take the deep breath and calmly call on my dreams and my inner light I have taken from the sun. The earth is supporting my journey into the field of my dreams and I am choosing to make them come to life. My field of dreams is leading me down a path to my garden of life. I will tiptoe through the tulips and pick the daisies, blow on dandelions along the way until I reach my bed of roses. If you want the long pulled out version, the metaphorical part of it, you can go to YouTube and I'm sharing these every week starting in January with you. A little bit of more of a meditational feel to it. So join me and and join me on Mondays on Facebook where you will get those words. You can also read them on my blog. Go to CherylBesner.com. Everything is there for you. This show, so you can listen to it. You can watch it on YouTube and you can also read this intimate pillow talk that I share with you every week. I'm here for you. Stay tuned to the very end because our sponsors have a special contest that you can be part of. And don't forget, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook because throughout the week, I give you different pearls of wisdom that you can use to make things happen, to make your love grow and share it. Don't forget to do your labor of love. And this week, as always, keep it simple and stimulating. Because we all know it's all about 
that kiss. I'll see you next week here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Good night, everybody. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.